Welcome, everybody, into another edition of the PHNX Suns podcast, brought to you by our friends at DraftKings, America's number one sports book app. If you put down $1 on any football game, you can get $150 free this week when you use the code PHNX to do that. I'm your host, Greg Esposito, ahoy hoy. And let me tell you this. If you heard the show before the show, I think you'd be just as entertained as you are with the show, yeah. because... We have a freestyle rapper in our midst. It's the one and only Saul Bookman. Saul, how are you? That's why I'm growing the fro out, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. We're gonna have to ask the shit chat is, for your shit for your is rap looking Juicy today. <laughs> and, <laughs> and as always, our resident uh, beat writer and uh, and stat fan. It's Gerald Borg. You gotta co- stop coming to me after he says some ridiculous <laughs> shit. <laughs> can never follow. Then it you up. can't sit next to him because I'm just going it alive. Uh, and as always, the Emmy Award winning Lindsay Smith. Hi. It really is an inner contract. I don't want anybody to think it's actually her. You have to say that to her if you ever see her in public. Stop. You can't look in her eyes either. That's no. in, the, in the contract. She's not Medusa well. for crying out loud. No, there's all. Have you not heard that that in these like in these writers for for artists that come into the Footprint Center mm-hmm. that there's all sorts of things. So many crazy Neil things. Diamond, you couldn't look him in the eyes. Why? Uh, there could be no meat. Because it's pro- Neil Diamond yeah, and he says so. Meat, oh. No meat products in the building when, uh, or at least on level zero when Paul McCartney's there. What? They used to have to cover the vending machines because there was beef jerky in it. There's all sorts of weird Specific stuff. types of water, only certain color M&Ms. Like, yeah. you've never heard any of Well, I've before. heard about those things, but I didn't realize that it was like, for like athletes too, or celebrities, I guess. Oh yeah, it, like we had a we had a guy that worked for us that had so security. So don't look at Lindsay in the eyes. Don't, yeah, it's in her it's in her rider. <laughs> Where are you supposed to look then? No eye contact. <laughs> at the ground. Yeah, so. at the ground. Yes. At the ground. I am a heathen. <laughs> yeah, all sorts all sorts of weird. Things. Justin Timberlake's people almost uh, almost had one of our writers arrested because they thought he was taking photos of the of the set when he was holding his recorder. All sorts of weird stuff happens wow. when, there's, when there's concerts in the building. How do we? Oh yeah, Saul's a rapper. That's how we got here. <laughs> That's right. I tip, was just reciting lines from Eight Mile to the Beat. Yeah. Tip, tip topic of the show: uh, Would you trade CP3 for Kyrie? Very weird tip topic. We will get more context. Well, it's because of the Kyrie rumors last <laughs> week. Obviously. I was just saying we'll get to more context in it. We'll discuss it later in the show, but we want to hear your opinion on it off the top. So hit us up in the chat or you can hit us up at PHNX underscore Suns on Twitter if you want to talk about that with us. But we have controversy. Do you are you guys aware of this? There is controversy. I'm very aware in of our this. midst. <laughs> Saul is looking like, stop the steal. like he has no clue. Stop. <laughs> I, I think it should be hashtag oh, stop the squeal because, because Lindsay was the one that, that brought this <laughs> up. So salty. But on, on Friday, we had our son's all-time jersey snake draft. Of right? which I dominated. Yeah, let's. I, Only because. Domination. There was an error. There was. It doesn't matter. Um, Even I, if you had it, it didn't matter. I, I actually was going to have, I talked to multiple news Reporters, that I was going to have film a minute long news you segment about this. Hilarious. I couldn't get anybody, so we're just going to talk about it. But Lindsay <laughs> was like very that. frustrated in the group text mm-hmm. that there was controversy about this that the that the ballot had been tampered with. 
that the votes were ineligible, that they were incorrect. Uh, Shane, the man behind the Mac, Shane Diefenbach, our producer, can you put up the vo voting results from, uh, look at this, a Ooh. runaway victory. I think Ooh. this is total crap when you see I had 12%. This obviously is <laughs> rigged. You only chose purple jerseys. Well, <laughs> for good reason. Those are the only good ones. I think it's rigged but just because I finished last. But Lindsay, right. who finished in second, claims that there was an inaccuracy, an mm -hmm. issue in all this. I now, mean, there was an inaccuracy. There was. Let's, Thank you. Hey, let's, we, he's, can we Jesus, put up? Espo, you have <laughs> talked for five straight minutes. Can anybody else get no, a damn word you in? Can't. <laughs> Would you like? Here, go ahead, run, run it. Anyway, I don't know what to say. That's next. what I thought. <laughs> uh, Shane, can we put up the? This was the graphic that went out with all the picks of the jerseys, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, it seemed fairly accurate until we realized. That Lindsay claims there's a jersey on her list she never took. Excuse me, claims? There's literal proof yeah. on there, our YouTube actually, channel. There, we'll get to that in a second, too, because <laughs> I was going to take the heat. I created this graphic, and mm -hmm. we gave Lindsay the orange PHX jersey, right, from, from the Nash mm -hmm. era in the column. Awful. And Saul had... The the PHX uh, current pla or the black jersey from a few years ago because mm -hmm. I related it to Drake, which but this I was right. accurate. Right. On. But it was yes. inaccurate. The, the right one, one that was but put that's on not the graphic. Drake one. Yeah. No, that's mine was accurate. No, Yours but, was inaccurate. No, that graphic not, is not the yeah, one you picked. That, that one has a gray one. PHX with the orange yes, outline. The one you yours. want that Jake wore is white. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So that is an so, inaccurate. Oh, so graphic. my vision is whack. That was the graphic. <laughs> in Sir, which... you gotta go get your eyes checked. <laughs> so that was the graphic in which people voted off. Of. Sure. Yes. Sure. Now, Shane, can you pull up the graphic from Friday's show? Because I'm not gonna throw myself under the bus. Without, are we throwing, are without we throwing our producers under I'm the bus? I'm throwing shade under the bus if you'll put this up. Pull it up, Shane. He obviously can't find this graphic now. Oh, it's magically gone. Is, it, I'll tell you what. When he was typing in the jerseys, he typed in orange PHX for, uh, for Lindsay. So Shane is to blame for this. This whole thing is Shane's fault. Oh, and man. that's why I only got 12% of the vote. I got to see this first. <laughs> That's a hell of a conspiracy theory. It says theory. PHX orange. And PHX black. So uh, For yours. So, yeah. so Yep, Shane screwed it all up. More, but, like, I mean, regardless. It was hard to okay. put it all in yes. there in that small little <laughs> Sure, Photoshop sure. But file. at the same time, okay, let's say we give Lindsay the other black jersey and I keep the one that Drake wore on stage, the Devin mm. Booker one. Mm. I still would have won. No, I It wouldn't know. have mattered. It would, it would have been a little no, closer. That, that vote was very won. close for a while. I, actually, I won by 14%. I'm going to say this is invalidated. We throw it out. It does not go to the record. Espo, yes. Espo so. is we always cowering down to Lindsay, no. and I will not stand <laughs> no, for that. No. Absolutely <laughs> not. Hold on. What? what do you not realize why I want this expunged for the record that we don't like? Oh, I know. I know, but you're going to use Lindsay as a cloak, and I'm not going to live it. Uh. it not, I am simply trying to protect my own reputation because I believe I said if I did not win this, I was going to quit, and I finished in dead last. So we will be wiping this clean of the record. We will right? not. We will okay, not. Okay, how about? I am 1-0 in votes. How about we do a re-vote? Re no recount. offense, but minus Jim, <laughs> the mess was picking. It's just you it's and just I going head to head. 
I uh, think that's crap. I, <laughs> you know, you know, know what? Like, silence Gerald and I. I'm sorry. It's like they're the Green Party. I need them to take your votes away. <laughs> oh, not the Green okay. Party. Okay, I get it. That's not the only way. Or the Purple Wait, Party. Huh? Oh, I mean the Orange Party. My bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Basically, so, if you threw orange in your whole repertoire. You were already at a disadvantage, the so that's the reason why. That's what, that's, what, that's the reason why I kind of agree with Lindsay, but at the same time, my shit was and so legit, was it didn't matter. Those are arguably the worst jerseys in exactly. Sonic history that you had. Those on were yours. the worst ones. Blame your fucking producer. <laughs> He's the one that screwed it all up. <laughs> I felt bad for about twenty minutes, and then I went, "I know I read PHX PHX Orange yep. somewhere on the, I, so I had to go back." I spent way too much of my weekend concerned about which jersey wound up on that stupid graphic. And I now feel like we have to re-vote just because I dedicated so much time to it. So we will put the vote back up tonight. Saul and Lindsay head to head just because I don't like the fact that Saul won by so much. <laughs> and and we'll forget I finished dead last when we have this run off. Yeah. So. I'm not I'm I'm not gonna validate this at all. <laughs> I won fair and square. Both. Sorry there was how, an error. How is it fair Sorry there was an error, but I'm not the one that did the error. The two people that were involved in this error, well mainly this guy. I was like, don't He just wants it expunged me. so that I way not it's not his record. No, I'm not I'm not doing it. No. The man I behind won. the Mac taking we no will have, no. We will have other snake drafts where you guys can prove yourselves. But Chicken. right now I am at the top Yo. of the heap. <laughs> yep. Chicken. We see how it is. Yeah. You will not get anywhere with calling me names, Lindsay. <laughs> Saul's gonna text me a minute after we launch it and go, Hey, stop the count. I'm up by uh, I'm up by sixty yeah. percent. Yep. End this thing now. So yeah, we will I'm just rerun that and say I won. Uh, I see. We see how it. Hundred percent of the vote I won. See, that's that's why I why I had to bring this up. I knew there would be at least some good that discussion. Uh, definitely interesting topic that came up late last week. Uh, Greg Popovich out as the head coach of Team USA, which didn't come as a surprise. I no. I had thought Pop was only going one one round mm-hmm. with this, so it's it's not as if they said sayonara to Greg Popovich, but I, I find it interesting that Monty Williams' name has come up. Uh, now Grant Hill will be running USA Basketball. It will be his choice as to who will who will run this. But Monty Williams was a name that emerged towards the top of the list. Do you, uh, do you guys want to see Monty Williams coaching Team USA? Absolutely. I think that would be really cool. And you look at what – like Grant Hill – laid out his list of things that he wants to see from the next head coach. And it like describes Monty to a T it's like good locker room guy uh, can give tough love, but players relate to him um, and someone who studies the international game. And Monty's been an assistant for a long time with team USA. And that would be really cool for both boosting his profile, the profile of the Suns. Um, I would love that if he was able to do that. Did Grant want folksy quotes too? Was that part of the requirement? <laughs> I think it just comes with the territory, okay. but I'm sure it has to tie in. <laughs> No, I, I think it's, it would be a great move. You can't go wrong with Monty. You know, he's 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 widely regarded by a lot of the U.S. Olympic players um, and former U.S. Olympic players um, as being one of the, the best coaches out there. And uh, you know, and he's learning. He's grown over time, and he's he's proven that with his time in the Suns. And I think players respect him and love him. Players around the NBA respect him and love him, and that's one of the main reasons why Phoenix is now a destination rather than a deterrent. Mm-hmm. And I think they want to take that and put it to USA Basketball as well. So I think he'd be a perfect candidate for that position. I agree, but I will say he does have a lot of stiff competition because mm-hmm. the list that they put out of potential candidates, I mean, 
there's a lot of really great coaches on that list. And I feel like, what is it like 10, it's, uh, it's, 10 yeah. or so different options there. And yeah. they're trying to have it narrowed down before the start of this season. The, the only other one that I see as competition might be Steve Kerr. Yeah. Uh, in my estimation, just because Steve Kerr, again, he knows how to deal with superstars. He knows how to get the best out of players. Um, because in the NBA, it's not only about execution, but it's also a mental game. That's true. Uh, and when you got dudes like Draymond Green on your squad, like you're probably uh, pretty thick-skinned, and you understand how to how to manipulate. Well, not manipulate, but you know, work around some of those obstacles that people mm-hmm. might have mentally. Well, and you have to be able to get so many athletes who have never played together, who are all mm-hmm. the guy on their team, to accept roles within that space, which is not an easy thing to do all the time mm. could be a little difficult. I wonder what Steve Kerr, you know, the, he has, you know, a lot of physical stuff that, that it's become taxing at times for him to go through a full, even NBA season where he's had to take time off because of his back issues. Right. You got to wonder if, if that would make him maybe not want to put in, have this, this extra responsibility Monty and, and the idea of him and, and Devin Booker and, and our friend, so say, so says Jay in the chat, uh, brought this up as well. But the fact that both of them could recruit, yeah, it's like it's like a second legal tampering uh, <laughs> period for the NBA, where where we all know deals get done uh, with that Team USA group there, uh, and you got to wonder how much of an advantage that could be for the Suns too, if you have your your number one star and your head coach on Team USA. Uh, and, and leading that group, if you could wind up recruiting some additional star power, not just not just on Team USA, but internationally as well, mm-hmm. uh, as you go along, which any benefit, any any advantage you can get is a good one. Uh, you know that'd be interesting to me. Absolutely, because Book is going to be a fixture on Team USA for the foreseeable future. Like we've been waiting for this moment; it's finally here. He had the Summer Olympics. Now you're kind of going to see like the older stars transition out a little bit. And Booker is going to become one of the main faces of Team USA basketball. So you put Monty on top of that, that, that is a nice little taste of like what life would be like for some of these guys if they came to Phoenix and what it would be like to play alongside Book, which is a huge advantage, even if there is no actual recruiting going on behind okay. closed doors. Wink, wink. Which no, there totally is. No recruiting <laughs> going on whatsoever. Yeah, I, I, I love the idea, it, to, to your point, I think it's the – Perfect temperament. It sounds like the kind of guy that Grant Hill's looking for, the kind of guy that Grant Hill has worked well with in the past. I, I don't see a downside to having Monty Williams do that. It's not like a player where you're like, well, I don't want the extra mile. A coach is going to coach. I mean, I, I don't see any downside to having Monty there mm-hmm. uh, as a USA head coach. It's extra work for him, I think. But other than that, and I, I do think there are some candidates that will – I mean, because there's Doc Rivers, there's Nate McMillan, who has the Hawks ties to Grant Hill, um, Eric Spolstra, another great coach. And then Tom Thibodeau has been with Team USA for a while. So I just can't see guys wanting to play for for Tom Thibodeau no. In, no. in the Not Olympics. playing 40 minutes a night yeah. in the Olympics. Yeah, I can't see teams wanting to send their guys there, too. He's going to have a, a seven-man <laughs> rotation and just... Burn is uh, burn these guys out, especially yeah. if they play in the East against him. So yeah, they're doing two days for the FIBA World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, just, not great. I don't see it. You know, a lot of those names are guys that have had plenty of opportunities in different areas. Monty feels like the guy that 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 probably is on that list that that deserves that chance to to have that 
that spotlight. Okay, so two things real quick. I'm going to address a comment in the chats. Sundarus Dunks, it was NBC Sports that put out that list of potential candidates. You can find that article there. And then um, Rag MMA said he wants Monty all in on Suns basketball, the hell with the rest of the world. (laughs) You guys kind of talked about it already, but like, do you think there's any downfall as far as Monty's attention to the Suns being split with this potential job? Uh, You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in spread the love. You know, like if you got a gift and you have the ability to spread that gift to other people, like you do it. You just do it. And Monty wants to share his vision and his philosophies with as many people as possible. And I don't think that's bad for basketball. So, no, I I don't think he should just be singular focused on one team. Um, If he can help multiple teams, including USA Basketball, do it. It's just like, you know, like Michael Jordan or, you know, it's like you don't want to stop Picasso from painting a beautiful painting just because he's not in a specific place. Mm -hmm. Like, let him spread the love. Let him teach everybody. Bob Ross. I think that Saul's like going all positive in my head. I'm going, you can get competitive advantage because you're going to be working with the best players know, yeah. in the NBA and you're going to learn what their exact flaws are. I'm just are. like, like make, you know, brush happy strokes and make more trees. Like I got the like, Afro today. Burn so the forest I'm, down. I'm vibing the Bob Ross vibe today. So. Burn the forest down. Learn all their, all their flaws. So you can take them down Jesus. later in the playoffs. Okay, so full Khaleesi like moment. Over as here. usual, I'm in the middle of the two of you because I do, I do understand your, your, your perspective, Espo, like you do get a lot of insight on other players. You do get to build relationships in air quotes with potential players to come to your franchise. And then Saul, like you said, Monty is a great example of what a head coach should be now and moving forward, like your article with Ted Lasso, right? A loving personality who cares about his players as people. That's never going to hurt anybody by showing that that is a positive way and a winning way that you can coach a team here's a nerdy reference for you gerald that i hope you'll batman put batman put together the justice league in part so we could understand the exact flaws of the meta humans that Mm. were around him and that's what i want monty to do yes (laughs) go there and find out all the flaws so you can then help the sons uh better you can recruit but you can also learn the way to, to pull apart each of these uh great athletes that you'll be coaching. So I I don't think there's a downfall either way. He does get to do what he loves. He gets to find uh, uh gets to recruit and gets to find some flaws. I, I think it's a win win win. You know, I, I don't and you can protect Devin Booker's minutes too. Yes. That's True. another thing you can do. You can manage your own guy without running him into the ground. And so. a little bit more popularity too, right? There's yes. so oftentimes people will watch the Olympics who maybe don't tune in on a regular basis to all the sports. Yeah. Maybe you can uh, pull in some more fans with that as well. Put a Phoenix even more on the map. Potentially. I mean, Monty's a great ambas- uh, um, uh, ambassador for the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, not only in the NBA, but obviously worldwide. And so spread it. I think spread we're all in agreement. Yeah. yeah. That was an easy one. That was no like tension yeah. at all. No. Well, <laughs> well, you know, go represent your country isn't exactly should we trade or cut this guy. Yeah. You know, like it's a, it's a little different. It doesn't surprise me. You know what also doesn't surprise me? Winning money on DraftKings. Yeah, we went there. <laughs> DraftKings, America's number one sports book app, has a great offer for you. Put $1 down on any football game. You're going to get $150 instantly. 
And how did you do in that cricket game? Oh, I, I oh, yeah. won the Night Riders bet that did we you? placed. Nice. I, I don't know. They won by like nine wickets. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> But I won. I won. A drought, I, I think. I, I bet five bucks. I won ten fifty. So you know, ten dollars and fifty cents. Oh. Not not big money. Okay, but I did the no brainer bet you were telling us mm -hmm. about last week, and I won fifty bucks. Yeah, it, it was so easy. Oh yeah, Super like easy. I was just like, okay. Huh? I, I was. I did one of the live in game bets, which I hadn't done before. Mm -hmm. I was looking at Tennessee was trailing uh, the the Seattle by like sixteen points. I was like. What the heck? It's like plus 350 or something odds here. I'm going to take it. Sure. And, and they came back and won, and I won like 200 bucks out of the deal. So, you know, it's, it, it's fun. There's a, And, and mm -hmm. they're giving away free money is what it amounts to by just betting that $1 and then taking advantage of, of the no-brainer bets that they have as well. So use that code PHNX when you sign up for that app, or for the app and use that to get your $350 there. Highly recommend it because – as you can tell, we enjoy it here. We have fun with it. And you can bet on table tennis and cricket, all right? Yep. You can bet on things you didn't know were going. I bet on a La Liga uh, uh, soccer game the other day. I, I sound like. I have a futures bet going for DeAndre Aiden, so yeah. I'm ready. I mean, it's nice. fun. 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. So I'm going to need some help with like what to do with this free money that I got. <laughs> like where where to bet it, you know what I mean? Or who to bet was, on and like all of that it. information. Yeah, <laughs> no, I want to continue to like, I want to keep it in my app and like keep going, see if I can make some more. And thankfully, we have a bet show. And we are about to also uh, post a whole bunch of like betting 101 things yep, on our yep, website yep, yep. at gophnx.com. And you know I'm going to be over there like learning and studying all this content <laughs> to help me with DraftKings and all of my bets. And if you guys want to obviously learn more about betting since it's fairly new here in Arizona, you can do the same thing. Gophnx.com. Watch our PHNX Bet Show on our YouTube channel. Every day at 12 um, o'clock. Yeah, so it's lots of good information there. And, you know, some people who actually know what they're doing can tell you <laughs> what maybe you should try doing. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a good option. But and if you want to spend some of that money. It's true. If you want to spend some of that money, PHNXLocker.com has all of our merchandise. Man. And if you sign up for a membership, you can just get one of those shirts for free if you choose that option. Which is pretty cool. So go phnx.com to become a member. Our YouTube page, PHNX Sports. Subscribe, like, review, all the things. And then, of course, follow us on social media mm -hmm. at phnx underscore sports. Yeah. And, you know, the Cardinals, uh, the Rise Up Red Sea shirt that dropped yeah, very cool. yeah. over the weekend. Very hot. One of my mm -hmm. favorite. That we, so we hot still right now. we still have yeah. so Hansel. <laughs> we have we have yet to get the the good sun stuff. Don't worry, it's oh, coming. It's coming. I promise you, it's we coming. We have some fire stuff coming but, for sure. But I feel like the Coyotes uh, the, the, the Coyotes beat the Cardinals beat. Got some really cool merch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We got to catch up. Yep, we got to catch sure. up. We will though. Yeah. All right. We promise you. Speaking of cool stuff. Cool. This is true. We do have should, something. Should we, cool. should we announce? We should this? probably announce this right now. We, okay. we should drop it. We got a pretty cool segment. We do that. We're we, going to have every single week. Like he, we we will we will bring him in once a week, and it's a it's a segment that 
it's kind of like welcoming your your uncle from the East Coast and uh, to hang out with you and talk a little bit with you. Uh, and it, it's called the flex the flex appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's hit it with the graphic. Our boy Flex from Jersey is joining the PHNX family and is going to stop by and give us all the 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 dirt, the dish, the inside scoop, whatever you want to call it, however you want to say it. Our man from Jersey, who I've known for a very long time, is going to be joining us each and every week. And let's bring him in here on the program. Flex, my man, how are you? What's up? What's up? Whole crew. What's up, everybody? Pleasure, man. It's been fun watching y'all. This has been a blast. All right. For the people who are new to Flex, the man's name's Felix, but due to a an error <laughs> back in the day on our on the Suns post game show, uh, he's known as Flex, and he's embraced that. and And the man knows people on the inside. I'm just gonna. He's got those sources that can break down a little of everything that you need to know. Uh, and Flex, I, I want to start here. Gerald wrote a fantastic breakdown of the possibility of bringing Thad Young to the Valley. What's the latest that you're hearing in terms of, of Thad Young and the Phoenix Suns? Yeah, that was a great article by Gerald. Um, yeah, man, I listen, this has been in the works for about six weeks. You know, I know mainstream got it maybe a couple of weeks ago, but um, I was notified of this on like August 6th. And, and it's always been the Suns and Spurs. It's just been the Spurs trying to maximize the asset. So, uh, you know, if it makes sense, um, they're reaching out because they want a first-round pick, and, and rightfully so. They want to try to get a first-round pick for Thaddeus Young, but they're not going to get it from Phoenix. And so they're combing the league, trying to see if there's a third team that would be willing to jump in, maybe make the deal a little bit bigger, which is what's holding things up um, with the hope that they'll eventually find someone that can get involved in this and give them the first-round pick they want. Um, but it's it's always kind of been the Suns and the Spurs per my sources and contacts. And that's been for about six weeks and nothing has changed. I anticipate that is young playing for the Phoenix Suns this year. Um, it's just a matter of uh, it's not if, it's when. And if it doesn't happen, it would be because a mystery team came out of completely nowhere and just blew the Spurs socks off, which I don't see because you got to match $14 million in salary. And you got to satisfy a first-round pick. There's just not too many teams that are willing to do that for a 33-year-old um, that's making 14 million on an expiring deal. Flex, you you've been <laughs> around for a little while. You know the you know the valley. You were out here for the finals, uh, doing some yeah. work with 98.7. Uh, if you guys don't know, Flex <laughs> is usually the very first guy to show up on John Bloom's post game. Uh, to kind of break down what happened uh, in in that game for the Suns, uh, you know, tell us about what's going on with you right now, and and also fill in everybody as to why you're you're here and why you wanted to jump on the show with us and and do this with PHNX. Uh yeah, man. So I'm 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 blessed to be in the works right now. We're in the process of talking about expanding my role in that 98.7 post game show with John Bloom. Um, and so we're just kind of waiting that thing out. But uh, most importantly, man, you guys are my guys. I mean, I, I love Lindsay. I love Gerald. But I've known you two guys for a minute now. You know what I mean? So, um, you go, you guys, you know, we talked. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I believe in what you guys are doing. Um, I believe in everyone involved. And uh, I thought it'd be really cool to jump on once a week and give you all inside information, things I'm hearing behind the scenes, what I can give. Um 
which the irony of it is there's something I'm dealing with mentally right now, which I got about two hours ago um, that I can't share. I can't share. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't share. Um, but hopefully I, I'll get to the point where I can, and you guys will be the first ones to get Yo, it. Yo, if but, you tell uh, me right now, Irvin just got traded to the Suns for Chris Paul, man. <laughs> no, no, no. Not like that. Not like that. Not like that. No. All right. All right, Flex. We're going to play a game. We're all going to guess what you know, and if you don't say anything, we're going to take that as a yes. <laughs> oh, man. That's cool. I'm you kidding. try to get me in trouble, man. <laughs> Okay, can you tell us if it was sun specific related? Yes. That's in the chat. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's, something it's actually, sun specific. It's, it's sun you... specific. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, 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 here's the thing it's sun specific. I just found out about it. Unfortunately, I can't talk about it. I can't get into it. And, and the funny thing is, Lindsay is the last time I did a show with these two guys, with Saul and Espo, the same thing happened. If y'all remember that. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing happened, and I had to kind of, you know, we waited a little bit, and then it came out, and you guys knew what, what happened. Um, but, yeah, it's the same scenario. It's one of those things where I, I just can't speak on it. Uh, you know, hopefully in about a week, uh, this will come out. It's not any – listen, I don't want to put anybody at I – I don't want anybody thinking we're getting Damian Lillard. It's not a trade, okay? Um, but I also don't want people thinking that it's like the end of the world. Um, it's not an ideal situation going into camp. That's, that's what I'll say. And we'll leave it at that. But it's not a big deal. It's not that serious. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed, um, you know, it'll be a bleep on the radar, and we'll just move on. But, yeah, it's, um, it's something I just can't get too much into right now. The gorilla has broken his foot. Uh, everybody, uh, There you go. You got it, brother. You got it. How'd you bad ass bro? What's the, what's the numbers for tonight? What's the lotto numbers for tonight, man? Look, I'm just that. I'm in – I'm in the know. That's all I'm going to say. So. <laughs> well, Flex, right, obviously right, we've right. got an uh, unrelated question. We've got contract extensions yeah. for Mikael Bridges and DeAndre mm -hmm. Ayton, those talks going on. Have you heard anything on either one of those fronts that you can speak about? Yeah, I actually did. I was on the phone late last night um, with someone close to the situation in regards to Mikael. And um, listen, uh, you said something the other day, which, which had me laugh, and you tweeted, you said, anybody that thinks – People getting Mikel for eighty million off the uh, they're off the rocker right now, and, and you're right. Um, that's not going to happen anymore. Um, I did hear that discussions are ongoing between them. They've been ongoing. Um, I was told about three weeks ago that they were getting uh, pretty advanced. So things are moving on with Mikel. Um, I think both sides are extremely motivated to get the deal done uh, sooner rather than later. And I will say that if if I had to put you know, if I had to guess, I'm thinking it's going to be somewhere around the 95 million range for yeah. Mikel Bridges. And I believe that it will get done before opening night. Um, that's that's what I'm hearing. Have you heard anything on D.A.? Um, yes, I have on D.A., but if, if I'm being truly transparent, the, the conversations with D.A. are a little bit more complicated than Mikel, if it makes sense. Um, yeah. You know, there's, there's just some hang ups with. You know bonuses and and 25% versus 30% and um, it's it's a little bit more complicated and it's weird because that sent you know going in there was a perception that that was the easy deal right that's the max one get that out the way there's not much negotiating uh, going on there but contrary it's the exact opposite Mikhail seems to be pretty straightforward I think he wants to get it done. I don't think he wants to risk trying to play on a restricted free agency year and, and blowing the bag. I don't think the Suns want to risk. 
um, you know, trying to save a couple million here or there and then having a Joe Johnson type situation where you got to pay 20 more million instead of paying the five that you should pay right now. Um, and so I think they're more motivated. But DA is a little bit more complicated as far as uh, bonuses and stuff. I do think both deals will get done. Though. I'm not worried about either player um, contract not getting worked out. I just think Mikel's might get done uh, sooner. When you say at least that's what I'm hearing. When you say get done, you mean prior to that first game of the season, which is the deadline. Yes. Correct? Okay. Yes, October 18th is the deadline. And again, what I'm hearing is both sides are motivated to get that done before the deadline for Mikhail. Um, I have not heard that for DA, but I, I, I again, I, the conversations I'm having sound as if it's going to get all worked out, guys. DeAndre is going to be a Phoenix Sun. The Phoenix Suns love DeAndre and and they just have to do um, what they're doing. That's why you hire an agent. That's why you have a GM. They're going to go back and forth. They're going to negotiate. It's an open negotiation. It's a fair negotiation. And, and everybody is negotiating with good faith right now. So there's no animosity. There's nothing to report like that. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, this is how the business is. This is how it goes in this business. That's good. When we had talked about when we talked about Mikhail Bridges somewhere probably in the 90 to $100 million range and we knew that with the incentives and the bonuses for DA's contract, that would probably take a little bit of time to work that out. But so that's good to hear. They're still negotiating a good faith. Yes. Uh, just to, to follow up, have you heard much uh, when you're talking with people in terms of the franchise's willingness to go into that luxury caps, mm-hmm. that, that luxury tax area? Because obviously that's going to be one of the biggest uh, puzzle pieces with all this moving forward is how much are you willing to to live in that tax area have you heard much about the franchise's willingness to to delve into that yeah i have i have and everything i've heard has been positive everything i heard is this team this franchise ownership um as you guys know there's not just one owner everyone thinks robert owns the whole team it doesn't work that way there's a whole bunch of people at the board at the table and um, I've, I've been told nothing to believe that the entire group is not all in on this basketball team. So um, I believe they're going to do everything they can to not only keep put, you know, keep this team intact, but also stay into the luxury tax. And, you know, you guys know the rules, right? I mean, you got repeated tax. You got a whole bunch of different things and different variables that, that come with that. Um, so. You know, did people believe that the Golden State Warriors, when they were, you know, the laughing stock of the NBA, were going through the same thing the Suns were going? Do you did people think that they'd be willing to go into the, you know, the tax the way they have? Well, winning does that. So if the Phoenix Suns continue to make it to the NBA Finals and compete for Western Conference Championships, people are going to go to the table and say, "Hey, what do you want? We're going, we're going to, you know, we're, we're not going to get greedy here." But um, again, I think it's, you know, as of right now, yes, the answer is yes. Can we forecast two, three years out? I don't know. But I got no inclination that they're not trying to keep this team and have su- sustained success. And that even trickles down to Cam Johnson. They love Cam Johnson. They look at him as a core guy. And I don't think that they're trying to put themselves in any situation in which they're going to pay Devin, DeAndre, McHale, and maybe overlook what Cam can do. I think those are the four guys they're focused on right now. And, and I got no reason to believe that uh, that they're not willing to uh, to pay for it. I, hey, Flex, first of all, if you don't know Flex, you should get to know him because he's always, <laughs> he's always dropping some nuggets. Most of the time he's before Shams and Woj. Uh, there's been things that, you know, he shared with, uh, with me, uh, you know, behind the scenes. And uh, he just has a wealth of information at his disposal that I think he should definitely 
definitely uh, take advantage of. And he's going to be showing up on our show once a week. We've slotted him for Wednesdays, but hey, if there's breaking news, we will slot him somewhere else and bring him in as fast as we possibly can. Uh, brother, I appreciate you uh, joining us for sure. Hey, well, my I mean, pleasure. Your, oh, to, go ahead. I'm sorry. sorry. To your point, Salt. Flex, can you give us like the backstory? How did you get involved with all of this? And and kind of how did this become okay. your thing? Because this isn't an easy thing to just become an insider. No. And also from, so, from the East Coast. Yeah. Covering a West Coast exactly. team. Exactly. How'd you get into right. this? All right. So, so I, I played basketball out in the East Coast. And, it, you know, it, it actually, the origin of it starts back in like 1996. I played with the McDonald's All-American MVP, Shaheen Holloway. And, uh, you know, he played with Kobe at the McDonald's game. And, you know, um, it's the weirdest thing is you you start to build these relationships that were forged 30 years ago. And you meet one person that knows another person that knows another person. And then guess what? Kyrie comes to my high school and Al Harrington goes to my high school and we have relationships with the coaches. And then it just becomes this network um, that is grown into what it is now and as far as the sons are concerned it was kind of similar it was kind of organic it was you know let me uh let me go out there and do some things and and then oh man i know this guy and this guy knows this guy and then they start talking and before you know it um you're building relationships with these players you're building relationships with their families they're you're building relationships with their inner circles but it's a very fickle thing Lindsay. i mean it's you know sometimes you'll get information and it's like um it's, I tell these guys all the time, it's, it's very difficult to, to manage it because a lot of the times the information you're getting is um, it's pretty close information that they don't want to share at the moment. You know what I mean? So they have to trust that you're willing to uh, be that guy that they can confide in is not going to go ahead and say, let me put that on Twitter just to get the credit. So over the years, um, it's been a work in progress. But I think over the years, people have seen that, you know, that I'm trustworthy and I only release things when I talk to them and I get clearance and I double check it two, three times, but uh, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm blessed. Um, Espo has helped. I mean, all, all you guys without even knowing in some way, shape or form helped this process. It really is like when Gerald retweets something that I say, I mean, that helps, you know what I mean? And, and it just, you, Lindsay, you're Emmy Award winner, right? Can I look at <laughs> <in> your eyes? <laughs> My guy. <laughs> no, I'm, you know, I'm keeping it real. You know, I'm from the East Coast. So, you know, um, it all reciprocates. It all comes together the way it does. And that's why I want to get involved with you guys, because I believe in what you, you guys all bring to the table. And I'm hoping that what I bring to the table can bring something to the network and and everyone can uh, can can have fun later on down the road. You know, have, have some uh, fun success together. Hey, Flex knows on the East Coast, snitches get stitches, and he would never. <laughs> yes, sir. So, hey, you can yes, trust sir. what he has to say to the bank for sure. Absolutely. You can yes, follow sir. him on Twitter at Flex from Jersey. Highly, highly recommend it. You can hear him here on the Flex Appeal every week, as Saul said, usually on Wednesdays, except when Espo decides to cancel the Wednesday <laughs> show because he has an appointment. So, uh, <laughs> Flex, we appreciate. You, we look forward to having you part of this journey yeah. and part of the PHNX family. Yes, yes, I appreciate it, ma'am. I'm, 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 I'm thrilled. Love you guys. I'll be watching. I'm always glued. And uh, I can't wait for next week. Let me know when you're ready. I'm here. One sure, of these man. days Love you're going to have to come out to Arizona yeah. <laughs> and visit our oh, studio. Yeah. I'm, oh, he's coming. I'm waiting. Okay. Wait, yeah, I'm, I, I think opening night is going to be the uh, that week, opening opening night that week. I think I'll be out there doing some stuff. So, yeah, it'd be great. 
kick it in the studio. Y'all got some st- bass in there for me, though? I look oh, like y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gerald. <laughs> so we, we got you. We got you. Nah, nah. We, so I we think got I'm, Studio I'm B that group. we can do, too. Yeah. So, yeah, we got people right, on right. multiple places. I think I can squeeze in right between Gerald and Sada. I think we can work something. <laughs> There's not that much space. You guys can get a little cozy. Well, he is flexed. From Jersey, uh, make sure to follow him on Twitter and uh, and look for him here every week on the PHNX Suns podcast. Uh, Flex, we appreciate you, and we'll talk to you soon, brother. Appreciate my peoples. All right, one of the names that Flex mentioned, and inadvertently he didn't know this was a topic that was coming up, but he said Kyrie went to his high school. Mm-hmm. He saw that. Well, last week there were rumors that the the I want to say New Jersey Nets. Yeah. They're not the New Jersey Nets. <laughs> Brooklyn? The Brooklyn Nets might want to move on from Kyrie and somebody I won't rat out who uh, in the it was in, me. In the game. It was absolutely <laughs> Saul. me. So <laughs> Saul in the in the chat went. Well, would you trade uh, CP3 for Kyrie Irving? And we thought. Well, instead of talking about it in here where nobody benefits from it, how about we talk about it on the show? So mm-hmm. Saul. The stage is yours. CP3, Kyrie, what did you want to talk about? Well, I mean, I just thought, you know, hey, you know, if if in the magical dream scenario that the Brooklyn Nets were like straight up, and I have not vetted this with Gerald in terms of salary <laughs> cap or anything like that, and it's not a rumor, it's not a rumor that CP3 <laughs> and Kyrie might be swapped for one another. I'm just saying, like, this is the kind of games we play. Remember when you were in high school or or elementary school, you're like, would you fight Mike Tyson for a million dollars? Like, yeah, I get knocked out by Mike Tyson for a million dollars because it wouldn't be a fight. Uh, it's kind of the same scenario. So I just wanted to throw it out there. If that should come up and Brook and the Brooklyn Nets were like, hey, we would one for one swap. Would you do it? And I say yes. I love CP3. I love what he brings to the table. But you would be you would be upgrading to a younger point guard that's a little bit more dynamic scoring wise. And yes, he's a head case. But man, that upside is so high. So he'd yeah. be on his fourth team in how many years? Like, there's a reason that people move off him. The Brooklyn Nets aren't going. Hey, we really want to get rid of Kyrie Irving because it, it's going to automatically, you know, make us a better team just basketball wise. They're they're doing it because there's obviously extra issues that are going with it. I wouldn't. I didn't want to trade the fourth pick in the NBA draft that turned into Josh freaking Jackson for Kyrie. I sure as hell am not trading CP3 that just got me to the finals for Kyrie. Time out, time out, time out. Let's go. Let's You can't just throw that in there and then be like, oh, it's no big deal. You didn't want to trade the fourth pick for Kyrie no, Irving because he was but on. This a was one- before you realized it. Was at the time, I did not. Right? At the Were time, you in a smoke box? Well, not legally back then. <laughs> oh I'm not my implicating God. myself in anything. Oh my goodness! But, but Josh Jackson had not hotboxed. Uh, didn't hotbox me or anything. Yeah. But look, look, okay. The, the, at the time, Kyrie was on a on an expiring deal. There was mm-hmm. no guarantee you were going to keep him. And mm-hmm. you had the fourth pick in a draft that seemed pretty deep. And you didn't think that Josh Jackson was going to be the, a total the flame out. Fire that all right. Yeah. The, the assumption was out. Nice. <laughs> the assumption was that you were going to get a guy that was going to be a part of the future for the long right. term. Right. True, right. So that's why at the time I said it now in hindsight, yes, you would trade that fourth pick. Uh, 10 out of 10 times uh, if if it was going to turn out the way it did. But look, CP3, it means too much to this locker room, to this culture. 
and to Devin Booker. I would not be dealing him for Kyrie Irving. I don't need any flat earther, crazy, you know, <laughs> burning sage stuff going on in my locker room after I had the best locker room in basketball last year. All right? I mean, I'll take him for the content, but no, <laughs> yeah. not at the expense of Chris Paul. <laughs> but Kyrie's hot is, is just as good as anybody else's hot. I think Saul just thinks we're going to get like free shoes if Kyrie. I mean, I just I mean, think, yes, I, do, I, do I agree, but I do think that that because this team is still younger, sure, you need the floor general like Chris Paul to make sure everyone's where they need to be, doing what they need to be doing, and is that legitimate extension of Monty? I don't know that Kyrie is like a floor coach. No, no, and, and I think this team really benefits from having that. Absolutely, like again, like I'm thinking like. Game six of the NBA Finals when, you know, he's proven to be able to carry a team to a championship. He carried LeBron's ass all the way to Cleveland and won a championship with him. Oh, that's a controversial <laughs> statement. It's there, not Saul. controversy at all. He <laughs> carried that Cleveland team offensively statement. down the stretch of game seven, and oh, I will take that oh. all day. Well, he's- <laughs> no, Shane, turn it there off. There we go. <laughs> he's won so many titles Shane, with Boston. Get out. And, oh, yes. Uh, and with Brooklyn right yeah, now. I will yeah. say that Kyrie is a tr- tremendous scorer. He was a tremendous scorer in that series. Saying that he carried LeBron to a championship, I'm not going to go there. He did not carry LeBron to a championship. Ray Allen carried LeBron to a championship with one shot. That's not the same. Anyway, we're not getting into this. The point is, Kyrie is a great player. I'll say what I said years ago when the the topic first came up about trading the number four pick for Kyrie, and people were talking about it. Kyrie is a tremendous scorer. The defense would take a hit. The playmaking would take a hit, especially compared to a guy like Chris Paul. And as we've talked about, like the leadership, being a floor general, the kinds of things that this young team needed last year. Maybe they won't need it as much next year, but they still need it to a certain degree. And I think it is a bad sign that if a super team with James Harden and Kevin Durant is considering breaking up this super team, that's not that's not a great sign for Kyrie's value well, or what he does. It's because you only have so many basketballs, and if you have Kevin Durant and James Harden, it's really hard to fit Kyrie into that three-man mix and have them, they're all ball dominant. So I can see why Brooklyn would be like, let's get rid of one option. Because let's just say this. If Brooklyn has a healthy James Harden and the way KD was playing, oh, yeah. uh, I, the Bucks aren't beating them. They aren't beating them. But Harden was Harden was on one leg and they almost beat the Bucks. Mm-hmm. If, if KD wore a half size smaller shoe, they would have beaten the Bucks. Yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was that. Yeah. It, it was that so, so I could see why they're like, we don't really need to carry this. Let's go ahead and get rid of Kyrie if if there's any suitors out there. But yes, Kyrie as a head case, I would stay away from a million percent. I just you know I just want and to hear what everybody has to say. And that's fair. It's just it's <laughs> one of the and I kind of feel for Kyrie because I feel like he does bring some of it on himself as far as his reputation and some of the things that he says. But he also has made cogent points about the way that this league is covered and he's gotten slandered for it a lot of the times it's unfair to him and his trade value and some of the things he says is are, are accurate right and but then people don't want to hear it right mm-hmm. and then some of the shit he says that the earth is flat and stuff like yeah, that it's an act. i think that some of it's an joke. act like i think i think some yeah i i think i think he has a weird sense of humor some of the things that he says that come off as controversial really aren't but then he gets mad when people react to it. Well, but like he's like, I made a joke and you didn't think it was funny. Like, and, what's and wrong it, with you? And it's hard when well, when react when, when you have <laughs> when you have the kind of mindset that Kyrie has, and he does so many things that are on a much bigger sca- uh, scale, like right. worldwide. Yeah. He does a lot for the worldwide as a community in general. Like Absolutely. he does a lot of 
a lot of f- philanthropic stuff. Yeah. Like he is a very, he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. Like he no really doubt. is. Yeah. Like he's just hard to figure out because he's he's not ball his life. He's right. not. No. He's he, but he's so good that people can't understand why he's not all about ball all the time. I, mm-hmm. I think just think we've seen how important the locker room is mm-hmm. uh, in in Phoenix and and how important the elusive chemistry word is and i just i don't feel it now that's coming off a finals run you come to me in year two or year three of that cp3 extension (laughs) i might feel different that's there's a definite chance uh, of that but where we're sitting at this moment it just wouldn't make fundamental sense to me to make that kind of what would you have done if flex would have been like Actually, do you remember? Do you remember <laughs> when Flex came on and was like, "This is this is likely going to happen with uh, with CP3"? Yeah. And I had been uh, on the yeah. on the record as saying, oh, yeah. "Wouldn't trade for CP3 if my life yeah. depended on it." <laughs> yeah. And then I realized Devin Booker wanted him, and I said, "I would do whatever Devin Booker oh wants." I mean, that's a, <laughs> that tune changed real quick. Yeah. Hey, you got to know when to when to you know hold your hands up and go Kenny Rogers. I'm folding them. All right, yeah. uh, you know that's you got to know. So that's uh, I'm going to go find that clip. Oh, that, yeah, because that's the clip we need on this show. <laughs> no. Okay. Can we go back just one second? Sure. sure. Yes. I want to revisit your um, not ball is life mm-hmm. comment. Do you expect players on your favorite team to all be all the time ball is life? No, no. But I think a lot of the public does. Yeah, a okay. lot of fans yeah. do. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of fans feel like, well, I mean, just look at the comment that we had earlier about Monty. Like, I want him focused only on the Suns and nothing else, right? And that's no disrespect to my man, but, like, players have other things that are going on in their life. And this is their occupation. Mm -hmm. And they they train and they practice and they do all these things to get ready for their occupation. But at the end of the day, they still have other things that they're interested in, just like we all do. Yeah, and I think that helps a lot with, like, the mental load. If you don't have anything that is not just basketball you never get a break you never get that reset Mm -hmm. you know and i think those things are really important not everybody wants the their guy to be like kobe you know or michael jordan or something like that where you know kobe's waking up at four o'clock in the morning he (laughs) goes train comes back home takes two hours off goes back trains again comes back home Cuts a couple of hours off. Michael like, Jordan all had day hobbies, long. though. Yeah, let's not put Michael Jordan in that category. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan is the greatest was player of drinking, all time. Smoking I cigars, do. playing golf, and, and gambling. And he was like, so damn good. He still was a He wasn't ball as life. But, but, he was ball as, it, but is Jordan, a path to having more life. But Jordan was <laughs> as competitive an uh, individual yeah. as you could ever, ever come totally. across. And totally. that's, that's the separator sometimes between, like, you look at a DA. Like people, that's the one criticism of DA is that he doesn't seem like he's competitive enough or that he's really intense. And they, people want him to slam the ball every single time down the court and break somebody's arm off in the rim. It's like, dude, not everybody's built the same. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to like Kyrie, like I think people are like, they confuse um, being aloof with his competitiveness and it's two totally different things. I, I don't know. You guys know I'm very much about work-life balance. I, I, I take very seriously being home for my daughter, those kind of things. Uh, and I get it. You need that in life. Shane is you, laughing. You, I, Shane's la- Apparently laughing? the thought of me liking my family is tough for Shane to, to swallow in the back. I thought you were transitioning into a DraftKings ring. <laughs> <laughs> and if you love family, DraftKings. No. I, that would have been so funny, though. Oh, yeah, that would have been one hell of a transition. But, but look, work, work-life balance is important, but 
But you know with, what else is important? <laughs> draft kick. No, but Ky, with Kyrie, there was these weird, I'm taking games off. I'm not going to be around. Like, yeah. I want my guy to be locked in when it comes to his job in season. Like, I don't care if you go to the Bahamas in the off season or if you want to go with your with Kendall Jenner to wherever if you're Devin Booker. Like, Sedona. Sedona. Yeah, Sedona, yeah. Hanging out well, on where, a boat. Wherever you want to, a boat in Sedona. No. <laughs> <laughs> wherever you want to go, I'm fine with those things. But when it comes to the season. You wouldn't want to see Kendall I, Jenner on a slide rock? What is it? <laughs> no, I want to be with my wife and my daughter. I all right, him. let's go back Almost to that. Almost got him. Stumped him. Almost and, got him. And if you want to be with, no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if, I, so if Kendall Jenner could handle slide rock. That just doesn't seem like. I just cannot. Come on. I get it. I walked into it, but you know what I meant, okay? <laughs> Kendall Jenner did let him slide you know rock. What I meant. Slide rock. Land it on Kendall Jenner. <laughs> and if you want to take uh, Kendall Jenner to Slide Rock, uh, draft <laughs> game. I think you should keep going with that. Let's do it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up, Esmo. We got to get away from this. Oh, oh, Dear no. Lord. Uh, you got to have a lot of money is what I'm trying to Oh, my right, no, but Okay, so so DraftKings. Let's just go to that because I don't even know <laughs> where no I was going with work-life balance and any of that. $1, $150 back. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> look, look. I was, we're going to, it's Mercury Monday. We're going to talk about the Mercury. And I was looking mm-hmm. at future bets. They're mm-hmm. a plus 900 to win the WNBA championship. They're the fifth seed. They have a home game uh, on Thursday. That bet looks mighty good to me if DT is healthy. Because as we talked about, that's Diana Tarazi. It's Brittany Griner. Uh, that's Skylar Diggins Smith. Uh, that whole cast of characters o- over there with the Mercury. Uh, you know, Sandra Brondello is one of the best coaches in the game. That plus 900 sitting there, and I'm going, I, I want to – I think I want to put some money down. Mm-hmm. I, I, that looks like a good bet bet to me because of just the talent that, that is on that roster. Mm-hmm. Locked in the number five seed. They're playing number eight seed on Thursday. Yeah. I, and, winner go home, right? Yep, winner yep. go home. Single elimination. Because the WNBA has the most ridiculous playoff well, system we'll in the history into, of basketball. We will get into that in a Ugh. second. But if you want to bet. Salty. That, so awful. That, that plus. <laughs> there you, that's, that's the segment. Salty. There it is. Salty. We need that is salty what I'm upset shirts. about. That's what, uh, look, if you, if you want to put some uh, scratch down on that plus 900 for the Mercury, uh, you can get some free bets uh, out of this. You can bet $1 on any football game this week. You're going to get $150 from our friends at DraftKings when you use that code PHNX when you sign up for the app. And, and yeah, great odds on the Mercury. And let's hop into that. They play their first uh, first-round game Thursday, as you mentioned, uh, a quasi-home game. They were playing at GCU because there's some Colombian singer that's going to be at the arena. Shakira? So, what was it? Malula? No, not Sha- I know who Shakira is. I don't like, know. It was like Malula or Malala. Malundo. I, I should have looked it up again. Malala? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's Moana. Moana is performing. Yeah, Moana, it. yes. Moana, yes. That's Hawaiian. <laughs> with, with special guest, <laughs> The two. Rock. You should, and Lin-Manuel Miranda. You Malunda. If, you're, okay. if you have a daughter, you get that joke. If you've got yeah. a young kid, uh, you get Moana jokes. But So it's a quasi-home name. They'll be but, playing... GCU could be really fun. Like that arena is pretty awesome. And I feel like you put the um, X factor into that arena. You basically have the 
Mercury version of the Lopes Up people. The lopes, what are they? Yeah. What is lopes. The, Havoc. the Havoc. Thank you. The oh, Havoc. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. That place gets popping. Oh, I yeah. feel like that could be a super fun game think, to go to. I was thinking the same thing. It may appear that it's not uh, Matuma. I, it, it seems like the the artist, they, the, the chat throwing that out there. But oh, oh Luma. Luma. Uh, we we have the biggest. We have like a fifty inch screen and our. Our chat window is about the size of a postage stamp when we're <laughs> yeah. trying to trying to read that. But look, I, I think you're right though, Lindsay. Uh, it could be a very unique environment because the X Factor is probably one of the loudest crowds in Arizona mm-hmm. sports. You know, you talked about the Suns crowd during during that run. Mercury Faithful uh, are are some of the loudest out there. So in a in an environment where it's limited tickets, you're right on top of the court at GCU. It could be a very Big home court advantage as they take on the Liberty, the number eight seed. Eight seed. But Saul, to your point earlier, this is a very bizarre playoff it's format. So it is a one game, uh, one game series in the first and second round. Yes. Mm. So it's really anybody's so ball ridiculous. game. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand it at all. These women bust their ass for fucking thirty-two games, mm-hmm. and then they got to go single elimination back-to-back rounds. Like this is the freaking NCAA tournament, and then they finally get to two, or if you make it to the championship, back to back rounds of best of five. Yeah. Which I still, I what's the point? It's so, it's so it, random. But it makes for compelling TV. I, I'll maybe I'll for tell you one that. round. Maybe for yeah. one for round. One round. But with, with a team like the Mercury, who had injuries this season and everything, mm-hmm. those one game series actually could be to your benefit, right? Because you're, you've got that star power. To win any one game against any team, but then why even have a five-game series at all? Like, might as well just make no. them all one-game series. No, you could never. I, why back-to-back five-game series? Why isn't the championship round a seven-game series? Semifinals maybe five, and then the second round a three, and then the first I, one a one. I could understand the progression. Yeah, that makes but way more sense. One one and then one, five, five five. What? Yeah. I I don't mind. It's like they drew uh, numbers yeah. out of a hat. <laughs> I don't mind the one one in the first Did round. Did you you're create right. the rules? Is that why you're defending I, them? Yes. <laughs> I actually am also the WNBA president, if you're <laughs> unaware. So I run that league on the side. No. He's a write, commissioner. But okay. <laughs> commissioner. I'm none of the things, so it doesn't matter. I just, I find, I've always found one game, uh, winner take all, the most interesting thing in sports because every decision matters at that point. Like every every decision means that much more in a one game series uh, in it. And yes, should the second round probably be three, but with a team like the Mercury, when you've got, uh, you know, Griner and DT and Skylar Diggins Smith, those are, those are three players that you could turn to in that last second to, to make a shot, to win a series. Like I like it when you have a team like that. Now, if I'm, if I'm a team that doesn't have that star power, yeah, I'm probably a little pissed because usually it's a longer series that those kind of teams win in. But when you're sitting there as the Mercury, I don't mind two one-game series to start this off because I've got the star power to pull it off. By the way, uh, we are still working on a Mercury player to come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're hoping for tomorrow. If not, then maybe we're going to push it for Friday should they win on Thursday. Which they should because the Liberty are like 12 and 20. They're a terrible eight seed see that's a bigger problem why is there a 12 and 20 team in your playoffs that's my bigger issue they got hot towards the end of the season though the liberty did so 
How hot do you get Oscar. when you only have 12 wins? Like, <laughs> There's only 32 games. So, like, you're 12 and 20. They got hot. They got well, hot. <laughs> they a five-game win streak. What do you want? When everybody else is 7 and 24. They got hot. I don't know. I think this should be a Mercury win on Thursday. And I I love I, I loved working with the Mercury. I love watching the Mercury when I get the opportunity. It's a fun brand of basketball and highly recommend you support, especially we got nothing else to watch right now. There's, there's no, no other NBA uh, uh, the Diamondbacks. games going on. Oh, uh, you got nothing else to you watch. Got, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Forget that was said. Yeah. Just, uh, like, I, I think it's it's well worth it. I'll, it I'll be watching oh, it. Yeah. It's, it's very good basketball. Diana Taurasi in the playoffs anytime you can mm-hmm. watch that. You got to do it. Diana Taurasi anytime you can watch her. Also it, fair. Especially because there's only so much more she's going to play. Mm-hmm. So you're only going to have this so many This could be the more. last time you get to see her. It really could. You don't know. You don't know because what is it? Don't, is I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want a world without DT. No, no one does. Then she could be the owner. Then she could come into studio. I mean, that's true. If she come and hanging out, then that's fine. That would be fucking sweet. But if she's not hanging out and she just goes and disappears, which she probably and, will, which she probably will, because that's DT. <laughs> I'm gonna be real yeah. sad. Yeah. Hey, if you want to, speaking of hanging out, you want to come hang out with us? Go to gophnx.com. Become a member. Hop in that Discord because that's where it's happening. We're gonna be doing. A mailbag segment where most of the questions will come from that Discord. That'll be coming up on Wednesday. So if you sign up, become a member, you can ask whatever questions you want. We're not saying we'll answer them, but you can ask whatever (laughs) questions you want in the Discord. So that is it for the PHNX Sun Show today. Uh, For Lindsey Smith, who you can follow at Lindsey Smith AZ, Gerald Bourget, who you can follow at Gerald Bourget, at Saul underscore Bookman. The underscore is there, so the fro fits in. Or the rap lyrics, whichever one you want to go with. Uh, and you follow me at Espo the Shows at PHNX underscore Sons. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Ahoy, hoy.